ZFM Sports SFM South Africa's news and information leader. Hello and welcome to uh, Monday edition of SFM Sports Wrap. This is the PSL radio show Segunjala. What an intriguing weekend it's been. I'm Dwayne DeLocker. We're going to be talking uh, all things uh, football, but certainly across the sporting board, it has been a rather interesting weekend. Charles Schwarzel returning to winning uh, form again. Uh, Formula One season is over, and so too, at the end of the season, is the career of Kobe Bryant. Yes, I even have my number 24 LA Lakers jersey, purple with yellow. That's it. Kobe Bryant. Bryant on the back. I know. Terrible. Terrible thing to do. But uh, I, I was a Kobe fan. I enjoyed watching him play. Got the chance to uh, watch him play on numerous occasions and uh, loved every minute of it. Real sports star. But uh, we're going to be focusing on the football that happened. Heartbreak for the National Under-23 side going down 3-1 to Senegal in their opening game of the uh, Under-23 Championships, which if they finish in the top three, we'll see them qualify for the Rio Olympic Games. And of course, Heartbreak for Orlando Pirates. Yes, they lost. Yes, they lost. But I'm trying to explain to to so many people that are are disappointed. Yes, it's disappointing, of course. But 50% of all teams that play in a final lose. Unfortunately, Pirates came down on the losing side again. But if you're pragmatic about it and you look back at what Pirates has done, you've got to respect what they've done. 16 games played, 10 games that they won. They only lost three. They scored more goals than any other team in this competition. Gabuza, joint leading goal scorer, and many other uh, things that they can be proud of to boot. So we're going to be heading across to Tunisia in mere moments from now. We'll catch up with one of the uh, Orlando Pirates uh, players. and uh, get get their view. We'll also catch up with uh, Owen Degama, National Under-23 coach, about the, uh, the the side that he's got. PSL players galore, but they went down 3-1 to Senegal. And we'll catch up with a man who's taking a little bit of a break. Yes, uh, although he's training once a day at the moment, his name is Andre Filetia. That's right. Free State Stars, leading striker in the Premier Soccer League at the moment. But well, we're going to start off with some sports news. Golf news up first. South Africa's Leanne Pace leading off the second round of the South African Women's Open. Golf correspondent Lali Stunder is at San Lamia. The defending champion defied the testing conditions on the Ibiscus Coast today to open up a commanding lead heading into the final round. The, the double chase to the Investor Cup Ladies champion reversed three bogeys to post an even past 72, and she's eight shots clear of Kim Williams and Ekurumeni amateur Lejean Lathwaite. The former SA number one amateur Carrie Park from Korea climbed to fourth on eight over with a 74, while top-ranked Swiss amateur Azelia Maestri finished the furthest stroke back after posting a 75. Lily, I'm a little surprised Leanne Pace actually came back to play, considering that the uh, tournament lost its European tour status. What, what does this tournament actually uh, mean? Why is it so significant for her? Well, I was very surprised yesterday when Leanne said in an interview that she would have come to play for 50,000 rand. <laughs> because this is the South African Open. In fact, she withdrew from the CME Tour Championship on the LPGA Tour so that she would make it to South Africa in time and have a bit of time to prepare. And um, we asked her why this tournament is so important, and she said there are only three South Africans playing on the LPGA Tour and only four on the European Ladies Tour. So we really need to motivate the younger girls to to take up the game, and we need to develop those amateurs that we already have in the game. And having a a, a player of her stature in the tournament obviously motivates a lot of the players. We've got this youngster, Lejean Lathwaite, who will be playing with Leanne tomorrow in the final group. She is beside herself with excitement. You know, three days ago she was in, in the dumps because she'd wanted to turn pro for the tournament, 
Um, and she was told that her application was too late. Now that she's going to be playing with the LPJ to a winner, you know, it doesn't matter anymore. Now she just wants to play with Leanne and learn as much as she can. Um, and also last year when Leanne played, I noticed it, and again this year, when the amateurs finish their round, they rush out on the golf course to go and follow Leanne and watch how she plays. And I heard the, the term, gosh, she makes it look so easy about a million times today because the, the conditions were really, really tough to win. Yeah, well, it's great to hear that there's so many uh, opportunities for the amateurs to play and in the testing conditions, much needed experience, no doubt. But, Lali, thank you very much for your time. Okay, uh, let's focus on a little more golf now. Nedbank Golf Challenge in just a few days' time. Miguel Angel Jimenez of Spain is the final player to be added to the lineup of the 30-man field that will tee it up at the Gary Player Country Club from Thursday. Final place was scheduled to go to Sunday's uh, Alfred Daniel Championship winner, but Charles Schwartz already in the field for the injured Ernie Els means Jimenez qualified as one of the four sponsors' invites. Football news, uh, FIFA's announced the three finalists for the 2015 FIFA Ballon d'Or Award. No surprise as to who the three nominees for the award are. Uh, winners of the the last seven uh, combined Ballon d'Or trophies, Lionel Messi and Christian, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo make the uh, top three once again, but alongside Messi's Barcelona teammate Neymar, who's enjoyed a fine scoring year for both Brazil and the Blaugrana. Uh, I can tell you as well, just finally, cricket news. England are currently 57 for three after eight overs against Pakistan in the third T20 international at Sharjah Cricket Stadium. Shahid Afridi took two wickets in two balls, but missed out on his hat-trick only just. Uh, but uh, Morgan and Vince are at the crease for England, five not out and sixteen respectively. It's time for the PSL Radio Show. For all you need to know about the Premier Soccer League, fixtures, results, and all the latest news. Proudly brought to you by Absa. Today, tomorrow, together. PSL Radio Show. SFM South Africa's news and information leader now. The big story, of course, of the weekend was uh, Orlando Pirates. Yes, they lost the final, but 50% of all teams that go into finals lose. And unfortunately, Orlando Pirates came out on the... Uh the end without the trophy, but they had a remarkable campaign. You've got to respect what they did. 16 games, 10 wins, only three losses in all that time against Africa's best. 29 goals scored, more than any other team. Gabuza, joint leading goal scorer, and an incredible team spirit. We've got one of the men who played not only in this final, but in uh, the 2013 Champions League final as well. Ayanda Kaba on the line. Ayanda from Tunisia, thanks for joining us. Hello. How are you? Good. Listen, commiserations on the results, but I mean, congratulations seriously on what I think has been a remarkable campaign overall. Yeah, it's been a, um, a remarkable uh, campaign, you know, because it's been uh, nine months, you know, of uh, up and down, you know. So it's it's been a long journey for the guys, and uh, we we came through to the final, and it was unfortunate that uh, we, we we never got to win the the trophy, you know. But then. Uh, the guys are, are, you know, gradually uh, getting used to it, and we know that it, 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 it was a big disappointment, you know, because uh, we wanted to win uh, this cup with all our hearts, but then uh, it never, it never happened. Well, I think that the point is the fact that uh, I don't think people lost faith in uh, in you. There might be some comments going around about celebrating mediocrity, I've heard, and so on and so forth. But I think ultimately people understand that you've you've put in a remarkable run and you got to a final against very tough conditions. But you know, when you look back, um, Ayanda, 
I, I must ask you, what, what was the highlight of that run to the final? Was it the 4-3 the away win over Al-Ahli? Was it Kermit's hat-trick? Was it Gabuza's wonder strike in the first leg? I mean, what stands out for you from this campaign? Uh, uh, the most for me, it, is, it has been the team spirit, you know, because uh, we've been uh, through a lot, you know, for the past uh, nine months, you know, uh, playing home and away, and we've been playing through, uh, like, harsh environments, you know, but then the guys uh, were able to survive and then uh, go through to the final. Where do you think uh, this final was was won or lost? Uh, uh, it, it all boils down to 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 the like uh, concentration, you know. But then we were focused. It's just that we we're unfortunate that it, it deflected, you know, against Happy, and then it uh, it hit Ovono on the hand, and then it went in. But otherwise, throughout the game, the guys were were were, were focused and were determined to win the game. Personally, what do you what would you like people to think of Orlando Pirates' run overall? What what would you like the South African public to take out of this run? Uh, is that uh, the guys uh, were, were were soldiers, you know, from the start to the finish, you know, and we we, we never gave up, you know, because we we know that a lot of people never thought that we would uh, be able to to get uh, to the final, but then through perseverance, hard work, uh, determination and focus, uh, we were able to, to pull it through to the final. How difficult do you think it's going to be now to put this final disappointment behind you and then focus on actually getting back to uh, the league campaign and, in fact, getting your ABSA Premiership uh, run back on track itself? Uh, I don't think it, it, it should be that tough, you know, because um, now I think you're going to be having... Uh, a kind of a, a small break, you know, for uh, things about uh, a week and a half to two weeks, you know. So that will get the guys to be back on track and on focus, you know, because uh, our last game is going to be on the 20th against uh, Sundowns away, mm-hmm. uh, I think in Loftus, you know. So the guys uh, are going to be pumped up, you know, to, to, to come home and uh, play uh our final game for, 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 for the first round of the season, you know, and then looking forward to, to the next coming games of the season uh, in January. And uh, what, what do you miss most when you're away? I mean, obviously it's been a punishing schedule in terms of travel, particularly to, to North African countries, but what do you miss most when you're away? Uh, the, the whole environment of, of, of being home, you know, because you know when you're home, you, you're more relaxed and you you feel warmth and when you're away you know that a lot of things happen and you don't get to 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 relax or feel at home as as, as you always do when you're at home you know so there's just that harsh uh, uh, um, you know environment of of being away you know because you know that you're in a different country uh, a lot of things are done differently you know uh, we are not doing the same thing that we do at home you know so. Yeah, that's the thing that I would say that we, we, like, we miss a lot. And uh, I must go back to the, the actual on-field competition. I was one of the, the uh, people that thought, you in particular, during 2013, that, that run to the Champions League final, you, you were one of the players that stood out for me as somebody who had done over and above. Uh, I mean, the way you improved as a footballer was just incredible. But, I mean, what has playing 
in the CAF Confederation Cup this season done for both you as an individual and you as a footballer? Uh, you know, um, I've, I've gained uh, a lot of experience, you know, uh, playing in Africa in, uh, in the 2013 CAF, you know, so that I had to take it, you know, uh, to this conference, you know, because uh, a lot of the guys that they're playing, they are still here, and uh, they are the ones that have been, you know, pushing me, you know, uh, throughout, you know, whether I play or not play, but then they were there for me, and I just take it as, as a, like, a, a game as it comes, you know, so I must not rush anything, and a lot of people have been, like, complimenting me and so that I've, like, improved a lot, you know, uh, as a player and my game, you know, so I, you know, take that and I try and focus and just keep my cool and then play my game, you know, because you know that uh, every every game you play and every season that you play, you know that we have to, to grow as a player and then not play uh, the same way that you played the last season, but then you have to grow as a player. And uh, you've led a pretty extraordinary life as a professional sports star. I mean, there, there are exceptional highs and there are dramatic lows and disappointing ones as, as with yesterday. But are there times when you actually sit think you, you, you wish you might have just been a regular guy with a regular job that uh, had a regular life? Uh, I would, but the life that I'm living now, uh, I'm okay with it, you know, because um, I'm still able to live the way I want to live, you know, as long as... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the right things for, for me, you know, for, for the team and for, for my family, you know, because that's the more important thing is that uh, whatever I do, other people look up to me, you know, so I have to, to set uh, a good example and, and be a good role model to, to other people that uh, look up to me and also want to play football, you know, so we know that it's it's not something that is easy, you know, because our life is, is, a, is a bit stressful, you know. You know, because we have your ups and downs, but then we have to have a strong heart. Yeah, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I understand you've been uh, superb throughout this campaign. Thanks for joining us. Commiserations again, but uh, congratulations as well on that remarkable run. Travel back safely and indeed enjoy recharging the batteries before the Sundowns game. Yeah, thank you very much. The Cabarets. Murder. Windows. Cheaters. Young love. Kidnapping. And that's just the story so far. The stakes have never been higher. Catch season two of High Rollers, Monday to Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Find it on SABC3. South Africa is a water-scarce country with highly variable rainfall. Climate change has worsened our weather patterns, with many parts of South Africa experiencing drought. We call upon Team South Africa to play its part in saving water. Brought to you by the Department of Water and Sanitation. CSL Radio Show. SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Now, it is, of course, uh, a bit of an international break in uh, the sense that the National Under-23 team is on duty. We'll be catching up with the National Under-23 coach in just a moment's time. But while we have this break on in the PSL, it means there is an opportunity for a few players to recharge batteries, spend some time on their own. And, of course, uh, we thought we'd bring you a player profile on a man whose name has been absolutely massacred by the South African media, it seems, since joining. The Belgian player at Free State Stars who's leading goal scorer in the league, but most people don't even know how to pronounce his name properly. Andre Filetje is on the line from uh, the Free State. Andre, thanks for joining us. Uh, hello. 
Hello, hello. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Are you uh, enjoying a little time relaxing? Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine, thank you. Good, good. Now, congratulations on, on really what has been a superb scoring start to uh, the season for you. I mean, really, not a great start for Free State Stars overall, but suddenly things took off and you found your scoring boots. What inspired that run? Uh, first, uh, thank you, you know, but uh, no, I think that this um, uh, start a bit uh, difficult, but now um, we uh, collect points and uh, now... We actually had uh, the first lose with a uh, new coach against uh, Sundown. Then uh, now I think that that uh, for for us since uh, September, you know, it was a, a good way because uh, we collect more than uh, ten points on five games. And now for me, you know, it's, it's very good. You also seem to have struck a pretty good relationship with Danny Fenter. The two of you have both been scoring, but you've also been creating goals for one another. Have you found that he's one of the players you've got a really good understanding with out on the pitch? Yes, yes. Uh, you know, um, I think that with the new coach, everything is good on the pitch, you know, because we have a very good uh, tactic and uh, all of the players know the rules. If uh, you know, I can uh, say that about the uh, tactic, and now with uh, Danny Benter and uh, the other players, uh, you know, we feel um, very good on the pitch, and uh, now I think that at this moment, everybody is uh, very happy with uh, the goals and also the assists from the team, and now, you know, I think that we, we are working uh, very hard on the pitch, uh, during the week, and then on the game on the, on the, Saturday, we we just try, you know, to do what we do during uh, the week. And no, I think that until now it's it's not uh, that bad. I think yes, it's good as well. Andrea, if I can ask you, going back to your development as a player, I mean, I believe you were you were part of the Feyenoord uh, youth setup, but um, were, were you there at the same time Kermit Erasmus was there, and did you also earn some game time in the Eredivisie when you played on loan at the Satellite Club Excelsior? Um, yes, uh, when I was playing with um, Excelsior, I played, uh, I think, uh, 10 games, and then I got an injury for uh, almost uh, one year, and yes, then when I was uh, 19, I could not play for uh, for one year, then yes, you know, it was a bit uh, difficult, but no, I played there until I got uh, an injury, and and then from the, from the stop on one year, it was a bit more uh, difficult because I've done bad uh, choices and uh, I had a very bad uh, manager there in Belgium and then, yes, it was a bit more uh, difficult, but no, you know, I think that it's part of the of the job, but I think that now I have a, a good time with the uh, start and uh, the team and now, you know, that's the fact and football is like this, you know.
Yeah, um, uh, look, I, I have heard rumours though that you're also a player who spends a great deal of time doing extra extra training, particularly on the uh, on the bike. Uh, does that have a lot to do with the fact that you you suffered such a horrendous injury previously? Yes, uh, you know it's uh, normal, but um, no, when uh, you know you have an injury for one year, then you have to walk more just to get back and be on the uh, the same level that uh, the team has. And um, now, mentally, uh, when uh, you got an injury, you have to be uh, very, very strong uh, mentally, just to got a very good uh, fitness and be on uh, the same level that, uh, that the team has. But uh, now, you know, it's, um, it's part of the, of the job and... I have uh, learned uh, a lot, you know, doing this. Why? Because, you know, until uh, you uh, don't have some uh, problems, uh, it's not uh, the same, you know. And when you have some uh, trouble after that, uh, I think that you are big, uh, you know, that you are, how can I say that? That uh, I've learned a lot about uh, myself, about the videos, more about uh, football, but that is part of the team and part of, 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 uh, of the job and also uh, it's part of the life. Okay, let's talk about uh, one last thing. Andrea Filetia is how I say your name, uh, but I know, having a family that's from northern Italy, that uh, that your name is definitely not Belgian. Despite the fact that you were born in Belgium, I presume you, you actually hail from Napoli itself, do you? Yes, yes, yes. yes. You know, um, actually, my family came from uh, Napoli in the south of, uh, of Italy, and me, you know, I was born in uh, Belgium, but, you know, it's not like that. I'm feeling like a Belgian, you know, person. I had uh, the thought, uh, culture, you know, from the thought of, of Italian. And, you know, but it's nice, you know, just to have the, that feeling also with, uh, the thought of, of Italy, because it's, uh, something, uh, special there, you know. And, you know, also I am a big fan also of the, of the team of Napoli. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I'm a Juventus fan, so we're going to have to remedy that somewhere <laughs> along the line, or, or, or we're not going to meet up. But, uh, Andrea Filetia, am I saying your name correctly? You say it quickly. Yeah, Filetia. Yeah, Filetia. <laughs> Filetia. There we go. For anybody who had any confusion, the league's leading goal scorer, his name is Filetia. But, uh, look, best of both worlds. Uh, Juventus, I mean, uh, not Juventus, uh, Italy are four-time world champions, and, of course, Belgium are world number yeah. ones at the moment. So you've really got the best of both worlds. But, Andrea, thank you very much for joining us, and best of luck as the uh, season continues. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Pleasure. Dwayne DeLocker on SAFM. Going on for seven minutes to seven on SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Now, uh, South African national under-23 team got their uh, Olympic dream campaign off to a bit of a disappointing start when they lost 3-1 to the host Senegal in their opening match of the CAF under-23 Cup of Nations tournament in Dakar. Uh, We've got the coach of uh, national under-23 team, Owen Degama, on the line all the way from the uh, Senegalese capital. Owen, thanks for joining us. Hello. Hello, Dwayne. It's a pleasure being on your station. Uh, Owen, look, aside from the fact that Senegal is very strong and, of course, regular qualifiers for the Olympic Games, where, where do you think we, we got it wrong yesterday or on Saturday? I, I, I definitely think um, you know, the technical team got it wrong, not the players. Um, 
We played with uh, two uh, players uh, wide at the back who generally uh, don't move forward and they play more or less in um, central defensive positions. But uh, I think we, we, we overrated um, Senegal to a, to a certain extent and uh, it's something that we, we uh, have picked up and we need to rectify it as quickly as possible. Owen, as much as you're taking responsibility on your own shoulders here, um, are you going to be looking at making personnel changes for the match coming up against uh, Zambia tomorrow? Yes, I think, um, you know, some of the performances were very poor and the players have raised their hands. They've acknowledged uh, that they have not only led on the technical team but the country. So, um, they, you know, there will definitely be ch- uh, changes. <clears throat> we're also welcoming um, Motupa and uh, Mandy Musuka um, uh, Masuku this evening. Yes. And I'm sure they'll also assist in, both, in bolstering the team as they have been integral to this team. They helped us qualify and uh, they've played in the last six matches. So, I think to a certain extent we did uh, sort of miss them. Yeah, and we'll bring some much-needed experience playing in the Cap Confederation Cup as well. But, Owen, if, you're, if you win your remaining matches, you're almost certainly on course for the semi-finals. I mean, how much do you believe your Olympic fate is still very much in your own hands? I, 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 you know, uh, for most of the match yesterday, there were, there, there were parts in the match where we dominated uh, against a very, very uh, experienced team um, like Senegal. I mean, they won the All-African Games. And uh, this team has been together since the World Cup uh, under the World Cup. So, uh, very experienced. And for us, uh, putting together a team uh, almost uh, seven months ago, (coughs) yes, um, we we thought we we, were lagging far behind them. But apart from the mistakes that we made, I think the the players really uh, held their own and maybe at at times were a bit overconfident. So, um, for me, I, I believe we, we're right on top there with so the rest of the uh, country, and uh, we certainly will, will want to prove that tomorrow. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, if I can just ask you on the, uh, the point of personnel, though, Owen, uh, Nuruddin, is he, is he likely to get a, a look in at the start, and will Mutupa and Masuku actually be back in the squad in time to be available for selection for you? Yes, uh, Noradin certainly will be one of the f- uh, fresher players. There's a, a very good possibility that uh, he might be starting. Uh, Gift, uh, Matupa and Menzi Masuku will be arriving this, this evening, 9 o'clock um, Dakar time, Senegal time. So um, we'll do a, a medical assessment on them and uh, uh, we'll, we'll, get, um, we'll get reference from the doctors to the way forward. But certainly they would be a, a welcome in, in this team. Okay. Do you feel, in a sense, that, uh, that this match was an eye-opener, the sort of fire under the bum that the team might need? Yeah, I definitely think so. I think it was, uh, I mean, we've won our last seven matches, and, uh, you know, this was probably just uh, the right remedy, you know, to, for the players to, as you, as you rightfully say, uh, you know, open up their eyes and, and, and get a bit of a wake-up call. I think we were, we were a bit um, uh, um, overconfident. And, uh, you know, I think that led to our detriment. But in saying that, uh, that could have been the right medicine. Owen, uh, just briefly on the team use uh, update, are there any injury concerns for you? Or are you, uh, do you have a fully fit squad and with Masugo and Matupa there, a fully uh, available squad as well? Yeah, I think thanks to the medical team, um, um, uh, Denon Farmer has recovered fully. Pakamani uh, Masambi um, has um, uh, recovered as well as... Um, Pumlani uh, um, in Changasi, they all recovered and everybody was training. So we, we, it's all systems go and uh, we are happy that we could get through this uh, match.
Okay, well, it sounds like all all systems go from uh, Senegal, but Owen de Garma, listen, uh, just get it across to the guys that the country is still very much behind them. They believe that we can, uh, we believe that they can go out and and get the job done against Zambia and indeed Tunisia in the match on Friday. Two remaining matches. Best of luck, though, as you uh, try to claim successive victories and make it through to the semi-finals. Thank you very much, Dwayne. I think uh, the, the the biggest inspiration to the players is the fact that they, that uh, the nation is behind them. And I think that has really uh, pushed them to, uh, you know, to try and erase um, whatever happened in the Senegal game, because you, you'll always be remembered for the last game you played. So they want to erase that and, and prove what they can do. Well, go out there and prove it against Zambia tomorrow. Thank you very much, Dreams. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Amanda, baby, I'm home! How was work today, my love? Work was okay, lovey, but my mind was somewhere else. Where, baby? Tell me about it. PSL Secunjalo. It's on today on SABC Radio, SAFM. Okay, Mr. Secunjalo. What time, though? You've been promising to take me out for movies. I thought tonight is the night. <laughs> ah, baby. Ah, Amandalicious. You know I love you, right? Right. And I can do anything for you. Anytime. Any day, my bebeza. But just not tonight. Promise? I promise, love doll. Fantalas. My pumpkin. <laughs> Segunjalo, baby. <laughs> Those who love the game will do all they can not to miss out on any action. Catch all the soccer news and updates about your favorite club on PSL Segunjalo every Monday and Thursday with Twenty Rock on SAFM from half past six till 7 p.m. South Africa is a water-scarce country with highly variable rainfall. Climate change has worsened our weather patterns, with many parts of South Africa experiencing drought. We call upon Team South Africa to play its part in saving water. Brought to you by the Department of Water and Sanitation. PSL Radio it certainly seems to be all uh, Pakistan at the moment. 88 uh, for 6 England are after 13 overs against Pakistan in the uh, third T20 international. But that's all we've got time for on the show tonight. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it, uh, your time along with us. Uh, up next, we've got Naledi Muleo with the talk shop. But uh, from the t- uh, PSL radio show, Segunjalo team tonight, producer Siobhan Chetty and me, Dwayne DeLocker. Have a lovely evening. Cheers. It's 7 o'clock.